Well, let's start the show off here this afternoon with uh, one of the stars of, uh, well, uh, humbly, I think, and so do a lot of Canadians, one of the greatest films of all time, Slapshot. There goes Jeff Hansen into the corner. I think it's Jeff. No, it's Jack. Uh, it's 17. I'll have to check that later. Huey puts a crushing check on him on the boards. Oh, I'm telling you, things are really going on out there now. Now Steve is in front of the net. And I think that's Steve. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, it is Steve. And I think that was Jack. Well, it was Jeff or Jack. Was, these brothers are stomping all over. Ah, yes, the Hansons getting booed. And uh, the Hansons, I'm pretty sure they're not going to get booed. They're going to get uh, cheered during Scotiabank Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer that happened September 28th at a Woodbine racetrack. And uh, one of the Hansons, <laughs> Steve Carlson, is on the line and joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Steve, I hope these days you're greeted more with cheers than you are with jeers. Uh, Jeff, I just want to let you know those are cheap Carl's calls because, you know, the referee had no idea what was going on here. Uh, you know, we tried to give him our glasses, but he kept starting fires in the building. So we said, okay, that's enough of that. So uh, we just uh, got thrown out the table. <laughs> All these years later, you're still not over it. <laughs> well, no, you know, and the thing with that is, you know, we're having a couple purposes going up to Toronto, you know, especially for the road hockey tournament. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit, but uh, we're waiting for Barner if he's going to sign or not. And I think we're going to sign because Jeff scored a goal once. Okay. <laughs> so you've got the inside track on Marner. You can help us out here. No, you know I hope he doesn't sign, so we get signed. You know we can bring the Stanley Cup back to Canada. What they've been? Uh, they've been in what? Fifty-two years of rebuilding. I know. Don't remind us. Don't remind us. I, I'm just saying. You know that's uh, so. Uh to get back up to Toronto, it's uh, it's always a pleasurable time when we go up there, and uh, this this event is really special to us, you know. And uh, it's uh, uh, we've been up there a few times now, and uh, uh, the the excitement of all the teams and all the all the action that's going on, it, it's really fun. Well, listen, uh, humbly, we consider ourselves to be, of course, the mecca of hockey here in Toronto. And uh, what is the reaction like uh, when you guys are here uh, to the Hanson brothers? Well, it's it, it's the same, you know, pretty much everywhere we go because you know. It, like you said, it's one of the greatest hockey films, if not uh, one of the greatest sports films of all time. Uh, it all depends on who you talk to. Just talk to me about it, and I'll tell you it is. But uh, we have uh, the the response we have from the fans and uh, the people that uh, we we played with. You know, uh, Dougie Gilmer's going to be there. Paul Coffey's going to be there. We've done a lot of shows with them before, so it's going to be. Uh, the response we get from the people, it's its fun. We, we, we're we uh, happy-go-lucky people, and we go out there. Uh, our purpose is to raise as much money as we can for the, the cancer research and uh, enjoy ourselves and just uh, have fun doing it. Yeah, when you talk to uh, fans, uh, what is, is there one scene in particular, Steve, that they uh, kind of comes up time and time again uh, when they're reminiscing with you? Well, the thing with that is they keep giving me my quarterback because, you know, that stupid machine took my quarter yeah. you know, <laughs> while I'm listening to a stupid song. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I know it's a family-oriented uh, station, so we can't uh, use their correct words. But uh, we could, I'm sure you have a seven-second delay, right? Uh, something like that, yes. <laughs> so, but you know what? You bring up a good point because I don't think a lot of people uh, really recall just how raw that film was, uh, particularly for the time it came out. It, it really was because uh, you know it has everything a man wants. It has nudity, foul language, and violence. So you know that's maybe that's why it's one of the cult classics. But uh, in the uh, late seventies, when it came out in nineteen seventy-seven, uh, they were debating uh, which how to rate that film because of that uh, the the nudity in the film and the and the, the, the nasty language that it was in it. You know, that's that, and that's one of the main reasons, Jeff. We made we wanted to make Slapshot Three. You know, we can talk about Slapshot Two, where I know a lot of people don't realize that we did win best 
Best Supporting Actors for Slapshot 2 in the DVD premieres. But we, <laughs> no, that's a fact. Uh, but we, we wanted to make uh, Slapshot 3 because uh, we, we didn't like, and I'll, I'll give you a good example. We okay. went into Doug, Doug Gilmore's restaurant in, uh, what was it, uh, near London, where he had his restaurant. And this uh, little boy comes up to Dave and just started firing lines at him. He was like uh, eight or nine years old. He go, holy smokes, and his father's laughing his head off. You know, like, wow. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we don't promote that stuff for, for the young, younger age. We can't stop it, but we don't promote it. And that's why we, we kind of uh, push Universal Studios, let, let's do Slapshot 3 where it's the junior league and where the, the younger generation can enjoy the Hanson Brothers. Sure. Uh, tell me about filming the original, though, and uh, filming it with uh, the great, uh, late great Paul Newman. Were you guys just kind of looking at yourselves going, we're, we're filming a movie with Paul Newman? Well, it, it, was, it was really tough carrying him. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know he, he, was, he was on the cusp of becoming a superstar. You notice he never won an award, Academy Award until after Slapshot. Uh, the Universal Studios felt that he was just on the brink of becoming a superstar, and he says, okay, let's bring the Hanson Brothers in. No one really liked him, so we brought him over to our house, and uh, Jeff made a, a, a beautiful family uh, salad with our dr- family dressing, and uh, we, had, we made this, we made our uh, spaghetti with uh, the family spaghetti sauce, and uh, then we made the popcorn sitting back watching TV, and what's the guy do? He steals all the recipes. You know? So what we did is we said, okay, we're going after him. Then he got into race car driving. Now we can't catch him. Yeah. But, uh, but no, it, it he was not not one of the greatest actors of all time, but also a great uh, uh, athlete and a great humanitarian because of what he does with the Hole in the Wall gang. It's uh, it was very special. Yeah, you know the one thing I always remember when I think about Slapshot and Paul Newman is uh, the scene near the end of the film when he's talking to the uh, the, the owner of the uh, team and he's wearing what looks like just somebody's couch. You know that caramel leather outfit that he had on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah boy, we we were uh, making fashion state- statements, weren't we? You know, we used to, when we played in these uh, in the North American Hockey League, we used to go up to uh, Lewiston, Maine, and they had a factory there. We could get those two-inch high heels. You buy one pair and get the second one free. You know, so you got the two-tone high-heeled shoes. You know, so we were we were uh, pretty f- uh, stylish back then. Yeah, and tell uh, everybody uh, that you guys were actual. Uh, you just kind of referenced it there. You you were playing hockey and played some pretty serious hockey in your day, right? Well, let me. T- uh, and it's kind of ironic because I was just looking on the on the, uh, my wife was looking at the Twitter and there was uh, Davy Keon and Gordy Howe going at it and Keon stole the puck and uh, Gordy Howe uh, put him in the hospital, woke him up about 30 minutes later. Uh, I played with Davy Keon with the Minnesota Fighting Saints and New England Whalers and we were, we were in a tournament or a, a preseason game, uh, rookies against the veterans in Mankato, Minnesota. They called it the Mankato Massacre with the rookies. We did. We had the Hanson Brothers. We had uh, uh, Goldthorpe. We had uh, Paul Holmgren. We had the boys that could really take care of themselves. We beat them up physically, and not only that, on the scoreboard. But I did the same thing to Mr. Keon at that time. He went around the net, came in front. I poke-checked into the empty net. He goes, son, don't ever do that again. I says, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. But uh, uh, we did a show also in uh, Albany, Alby, New York, with the River Rats in the American Hockey League, and Gordie Howe is there. I was with Gordie Howe. I'm only one of the two players ever in the history of hockey that played with Gordie Howe and Gretzky, and I'm one of them. Blaine Stunt was the other one. And... Uh, Gordie Howe's there, and one of the questions were, who, Steve, who's your idol of hockey? And it was Davey Keon, and uh, I was so happy that he got back in good grace with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they voted him, They didn't they just vote him the all-time greatest Maple Leaf of all time? Yeah, I, I believe so, and you're right, they've yeah. uh, kind of mended fences, and it's nice yeah. to have uh, Dave uh, Keon back in the fold. Yeah, it's, 
so that was pretty cool, and uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting uh, to be. Let, let me ask time. you a couple other quick things about uh, the original Slapshot. Uh, everybody remembers you guys, of course, playing with the toy cars in the hotel room. Uh, on that note there, Jeff, on that note, they, they say that we're too stupid to play with ourselves. That wasn't true. Okay. All right. Who come up with that? Was that just in the script, or was that something, I don't know, you guys brought to the table? No, what we did is uh, when uh, we lived in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, in the uh, uh, North American Hockey League, the old Eastern League, uh, Dave Hansen uh, and Guido Tenisi, uh, Billy Chargerwa, uh the pretty boy in the movie, played, lived on the third floor. We, the three Carlson brothers lived on the second floor, and landlord and landlady lived on the first floor. And on Sundays, uh, everything was closed. The the uh, the, the adult beverages, uh, we couldn't get nothing. So what we did is we moved all the furniture out on the third floor into our apartment. On the second floor, we set up a race car set throughout the whole house. And we would have the whole team come over, and we'd have a, a team party and race our cars and bet on them. So uh, that's where race car sets came involved. Yeah, because that is one of the scenes I'm sure that's cited time and time again uh, when you meet uh, fans, right? Uh, that one really stuck with people. <laughs> oh, no doubt. You know, doubt. And, and it was kind of sad because, you know, and Dave denies it. Uh, brother Jack, Dave denies it that uh, he broke the car because if you notice, he picked up the car and threw it and broke the car and he said it was broke because we, and I said, no, I was winning. That's why you threw the car. So, <laughs> and we're still having a debate on that one too after 40 something years. <laughs> uh, tell me too about the uh, glasses. Uh, where did that, uh, I'll call it a gimmick, but you guys were so well known for the, the big thick glasses you wore out there uh, on the ice. How did that come about? Well, the three Carlson brothers did have the uh, safety glasses, the Al Arbor safety glasses. When he played, we had the black glasses, long hair, and uh, and actually our coach back in those days were Harry Neal <laughs> with the Minnesota Fighting Saints. And, oh, really? Uh, and uh, New England Whalers. And uh, when uh, after Minnesota folded about the, the seventh or eighth time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we went to New England Whalers, and uh, Harry Neal moved on with uh, New England also, and he says, Steve, you're getting contacts. <laughs> I thought, okay, that's fine. I'll get contacts. So now we always we always wore the safety glasses, and it's just one of those things that uh, stuck with us. And uh, like I said, it's tough when you do uh, a scrimmage games or charity hockey games. You look down, and you see ten pucks. You know, it's like oh, it's pretty hard. Yeah, because do you have to play with the big glasses on uh, to this day now? Well, when we do shows, we still wear the glasses. Yes, we do. And uh, we, we hopefully that uh, last time we were in Toronto for this uh, rollerball hockey tournament, it was raining because that saves a lot of fires that we when we look at the sun, we kill a lot of ants on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, uh, we'll get off the movie in a second uh, here and talk about the, the great cause and the great event we're looking forward to in about a month's time. Uh, but the foil, where, where did that all come from? Well, it's the same thing when uh, uh, back in those days when uh, with the Broad Street Bullies, when a fight broke out, everyone dropped their gloves and they all grabbed on. And uh, what we did, I see, I wasn't that way. You know, I invented turtling. My brothers were the enforcers. You know, I was the sentiment, go in and get the puck, you dummies, and I'll give it to me in the slot and I'll score. I'll be the all-star. You know, but uh, it's one of these things where they tape up their hands like boxers and they, they outlawed the tape. And then uh, the mentality of uh, the hockey player is, okay, back in those days with the old golf club, the old thick leather golf gloves, we would get them soaking wet and, and scuff up the knuckles and put them on our radiators and dry overnight, and they get hard as rocks. And make sure you fought the first time that puck hit the ice, you dropped them because that glove was just like just hard as rocks, and they would cut them as soon as you start sweating, it'd soften up. So, uh, a lot of our fights, uh, brawls broke out uh, in, on the first shift. So, uh, then they outlawed all the tape or all the things on the hand, and uh, they just emblemished the, 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 the foil. 
Here with uh, Steve Carlson, uh, best known, of course, is uh, Steve Hansen, one of the Hansen brothers. They will all be here for Scotiabank uh, Road Hockey to uh, conquer a cancer happening on uh, September 28th. Uh, tell us what we can expect uh, that day, Steve. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be there all day. We're going to be signing autographs. We'll take a lot of pictures with the fans. We'll, uh, the players, we'll, we will be auctioned off to play in, in one of the games. Um, you never know, Jeff. You never know what's going to happen up there. You know, we're going to have the foil on. We're going to have the glasses on. We're going to we're, – we're there to play play and we're, we're there to win and uh, unfortunately uh, Coach Dunlop's not going to be there to guide us through this tournament but uh, uh, I expect to have an all-out all brawl. It, it, it could get ugly. It could really get ugly. Uh, I'll remind you, this is for charity. This is a no charity doubt. event. And, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll be going to the, the few people will be going to the hospital, we'll pay for their bills. Okay. <laughs> Alright, again, it's September 28th at Woodbine Racetrack, uh, Scotiabank Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer. Needless to say, a great cause, and nice to talk to a great guy. Uh, one of the Hansons is Steve Carlson. Steve, thanks so much, and we'll see you here uh, late September. Jeff, thank you so much for having me, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Take care of yourself.